Pickaxe. Cool, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Um, I'm well. Actually, I mean, well, I I just had a I just finished a really bad stream, but um, I think in general, uh, I'm actually really stressed. Uh, for the last like four and a half weeks, I've had on average about a hundred to a hundred and ten hour work weeks. Um. So it's it's been it's it's been pretty sick. Uh, I think on average I was on air uh, like twelve to fourteen hours a day at some points, uh, upwards to eighteen, like either casting or streaming. Um, so it really took its toll on my mental health. Um, can, I ask, was, <laughs> can I ask a weird question? Sure. So uh, I think the ad is still running for some people. Oh God. Okay. It's running for 30 more seconds. That's so long. Maybe we should stop doing that. But um, yeah, why? Um, so LCK is the Korean League of Legends regional uh, tournament that, okay. you know, uh, the Korean region. There's four casters, uh, two color commentators, and two play-by-plays. Uh -huh. And the other color commentator still doesn't have his visa. Okay. And so not to lower the, the quality of the broadcast and whatnot, uh, I'm the only color commentator. So I was having to do five-day work weeks. Okay. Um, so five-day work weeks, uh, I have to be in there by 3 p.m. And then I wasn't getting out on average until about uh, midnight. Um, and then I would go home, or I wouldn't go home. I actually got a hotel near the studio. It was like one-minute walking distance. And uh, I'd go back to the hotel, and then I would either live view LEC, which is the European regional tournament, um, or I would power nap and then uh, stream the North American regional. Why? Um, so co-streaming for North America is a new thing. It just started this season. It's the first time like ever uh, in the history that streamers are allowed to co-stream it. Um, it's the most successful thing that my streams ever had. Um, so I think it's pretty silly if I don't do it. It's two days a week. Um, the EU one, I actually stopped doing this past week uh, as a means to try to better manage my mental health, I guess. So I didn't do it this, this last week. What, what effect does, uh, does 110 hour work weeks have on you? Um, so... I think the first week was actually pretty pretty okay. I, I managed the first week pretty fine. The second week was a lot more stressful because uh, the Korean <clears throat> the Korean league right now is it's uh, I don't know how to like talk about it without sounding really negative. It's just not it's not doing very well. Not not in terms of like viewership or anything like that. Um, the overall level of play is not what people would expect. And then the games are what I think a lot of people would call very boring. Um, huh. They're like average 35 plus minutes to 40 minutes, um, very dull meta state, uh, meta being like uh, what champions keep popping up and whatnot. Um, lots of series are going all the way to three games. And so that extends the broadcast, makes it go a lot longer. Um so I think by week two, that's when I started really stressing out and I started having uh, bouts of insomnia again, which I, I've had on and off like the last couple of years. And uh, I was starting to get a lot of anxiety on the broadcast. 
Um, and I was feeling sick without actually being sick, like body aches and fatigue and mm -hmm. uh, all this other stuff. Um, I ended up going to a clinic for it. I got like a, a it's called like a banana bag or something okay. like the, the, the nutrients and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ended up getting like a banana bag. Um, I did like a spa thing to try to help uh, de-stress and everything. And then the coronavirus started popping up. It's very prevalent right now in South Korea. Mm -hmm. um, so that started adding stressors. Um, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 110 hour work weeks were, were not healthy. Um, this past week, I, uh, I cut back uh, the European live viewing. And I also missed one of the North American ones because I woke up to do it. And then I just thought to myself, like, there's no way I can turn the stream on. I'm not in a good mental state. There's no way I'll be okay. And I just went back to sleep and I just rested. Um, and uh, then I did the next two casts. And now here we are. Uh, this is the night after. This is actually my first off day. Okay. And you're spending yeah. it awake in the middle of the night. So let's let's try to make this worth your, your you know, let's try to make it worth yeah. your while and, and make sure we're not contributing to the problem. So Ellis, yeah. um, what's your recollection of our last conversation? Like, what do you, what did you remember about it or takeaways? Um, I ended up thinking a lot more about my childhood and mm -hmm. adolescence in general. And I remember thinking that the session or just the, the, the talk that we had in general was, it was very, uh, relieving i guess while it was happening and also afterwards i thought about a lot of stuff uh for several days following and then literally shortly thereafter that's when the work weeks started sure so i just i sort of dove into everything else there um i, I all i remember is just going down memory lane um of my life talking about various stuff um i remember talking about like the meditation stuff um i remember talking about just my thought processes uh how i arrive at certain conclusions yep. stuff like that and i i, I obviously I, I dwelled on that more and more um but i feel like ever since that session to where we're at now i've been constantly on without mm -hmm. basically any downtime so yeah. i think there's a lot going on in my life right now as well as in my mental state that I'm trying or that I will process and filter once the noise stops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of questions for you, but I also have some general thoughts. What would you like to okay. start with? Um, if you think the questions would help you with your general thoughts, then that would probably be better. Okay. Um, Let me just think about that. So sometimes, LS, I have a problem where I talk to someone for five minutes and I feel like I have a clear sense of what's going on. And then yes. I feel like I should ask more questions because I really do want to know more stuff. But I'm inclined to actually just talk to you a little bit about my impressions of what I'm hearing. Yeah. And Okay. So, Alice, here's what I think one of your, one of your challenges is. I think you are incre you have an incredibly strong willpower. 
And I think your capacity to take parts of yourself that are busted or cracking under pressure, your your capacity to keep going in spite of signals from your mind and your body that you need to slow down is actually really, really high. And I think what that does is puts you in situations where like you just start to, you know, stuff just starts kind of falling apart. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, we saw this a little bit. So my recollection of our, our last talk was we certainly went down memory lane, but we also talked a lot about sort of how one can look at depression and that you've struggled with depression for a long time. And I had the sense that your depression was a couple of things. One is that it's anger turned against the self, which um, is uh, so psychologically, like when you're when you're learning to be a therapist, that's one of the theories that you kind of think about, which is that depression is a manifestation of anger that's directed towards you. And I think part of the part of the way that you view yourself is actually like really, really beneficial. So when you're hard on yourself and you push yourself, you're you're seeing the highest numbers that you see on stream. You're casting in the Korean league. You know, you're doing so much because you really like you push yourself really hard. And I'm curious a lot about, you know, a lot of things that you've said about, you know, you managed week one well, you're stressing out, you kind of talk about stressing and de-stressing and spa day and insomnia. I'm really curious about how much frustration, loathing, or anger do you have towards yourself in all of this stuff? Because you are working one 10-hour work weeks, and I'm curious if there's a voice inside you that says you should be able to handle this better. Um... There's there was definitely many points. Uh, I remember talking to my producer. She's really good. She's or like she's really good at uh, being someone that I can talk to. Uh-huh. She's like my boss, and then there's someone that's above her. But she 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 runs the global uh, production for the cast. Um, and I remember talking with her about feeling very lost in what I was doing and feeling very uh, paranoid um, and sort of confused at myself, like in between broadcasts or prior to a broadcast starting. Um, I think I talked with her on two or three different occasions about this stuff. Um, There were definitely some points where I'd leave a cast and I was actually really angry because I thought like my mental fortitude wasn't strong enough to have a good cast. Or I thought, what the fuck am I doing? Like what, how, what am I actually just going through? Um, and it became a battle of yes, just pushing myself through. And if you remember the last talk, I think that a lot of it is like fear, the motivator of Mm -hmm. not just fear in the the traditional sense of how people think, but fear of missing out. So suddenly I would start viewing, well, uh, if I miss this stream, I miss out on potentially all of this, or then I would start, uh, having anxiety about, um, what if I end up losing out on certain viewers or people that get ticked off? Because there's a lot of other people um, co-streaming too. Um, And so it it gets into this really weird mental state where it's like I become afraid to miss days due Mm -hmm. to expectation. And then I get lots of messages on Twitter or DMs or Discord messages. Where am I? Or um, am I doing the co-stream, et cetera? And then I get very anxious about letting that stuff down but sometimes i i i just like i just want everything to stop i just want all the noise to stop and this has happened a lot in the last few weeks um but it feels like 
<clears throat> obvious like I, I I camp and I feel like I feel like I'm at the gym sort of or like the equivalency when when your body wants to give up on an exercise that you're doing but you know that it at the very end it's probably better if you go through with it without obviously hurting yourself and so I keep I I feel like I keep trying to trick myself into thinking that everything's okay but all that I'm seeing is at the end of the road. Like what 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 happens when we complete spring and summer and how is my stream going to actually just be? Just got to push what? through, right? Yeah, that's, that's literally, that's, that's literally just, it. Just gotta... I, I think like, so I'm halfway done with the LCK. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're halfway done now, uh, starting next week. And then there's off season. So there's a two month break. And I was planning about, uh, or I was actually planning to go back to the states for like a month or two and just stop everything because i've just been on too much the last few months and now the coronavirus thing i have no idea what's going to happen with travel regulations and all this other stuff so it's another headache and i'm like ah oh, fuck <laughs> what's gonna happen with corona um it's a big question everyone's asking yeah and then uh it sucks so that's something yeah, i'm thinking about but i I view these really big breaks that are coming. So April, May or end of April, May is a big break. And then um, there's another break before Worlds. Typically there's like one, one and a half month break. And then obviously post Worlds, there's a big off season. So I feel like these are just milestones that I have to hit, sort of like reps or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I completely understand that that's how you feel about things. And I think you, know, yeah. you made a really interesting caveat when it comes to the gym. You said it's really important to push through provided you don't hurt yourself. Yes. And I think your problem is that is what, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> well, not knowing whether or not it's going to hurt myself, right? Or I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Stressing out, insomnia, anxiety, going body aches, going to the clinic and getting a banana bag. You know what a banana bag is, basically? Um, it's a lot of like, well, I mean, you said electrolytes and stuff. It's a lot of minerals and stuff that the body needs, nutrients. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know why most people don't get banana bags? Most people aren't uh, lacking all those things, or they're yeah. not. Do you know why most yeah. people aren't lacking those things? They're living a, a normal, <laughs> uh, healthy work week no no, no 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 so let's why? pause for a second let's just understand okay. this very clearly okay okay a lot of people live unhealthy lives okay right like a lot of people don't eat healthy that's true. like yeah and like and they don't need banana bags people who need banana bags are people who are severely dehydrated and like mm -hmm. people who like a good example of people who get banana bags are people who have severe alcoholism and don't do anything except for drink alcohol they get all their okay. calories from alcohol. They don't, they like literally like people who get banana bags are people who do not eat food and do not drink water or other kinds of things. Okay. So like, how's your food been? I'm actually eating really well. Um, Good. I actually gained weight. So amidst all of this through the stress, I've actually gained weight because I've been stress eating. Yep. So what about, what about drinking fluids? Um, I actually drink quite a lot, uh, okay. at riot. There's a lot of, um, they, well, the drinks suck, but there, there, there's a lot of stuff for the talent backstage. Okay. So, okay. I, I, many... I probably, 
Yeah. How often do you urinate? I go through a lot of water bottles, tea, etc. How often do you urinate? Uh, I would say several times a day. What color is your I, urine? Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty. It it's either almost see through or very light yellow. Okay. So, so I I know I know that it gets darker yellow. Yeah. Okay. There's problems. Yeah. So I mean I, I like what do you so. Um. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, medically or even though I don't dispense medical advice over the, over the internet, just want to make sure that you're really not in a situation where there's something that could be going on. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you're actually eating and drinking okay. Um, yeah. I want to kind of, so let me just stop for a second. So I think, Ellis, there are a couple of things we can talk about today. One is that we can dig into what stressing out means, what anxiety is, what insomnia is. Um, I think we can also talk a little bit about psychosomatic and what that term mm -hmm. means. Um, I think, though, that... So we can talk about each of those things, and that's sort of like standard stuff, right? Like stress, anxiety, all insomnia. The, yeah. the other thing, though, is that I, I think at the root of this is that you have this fear, or you have something that drives you. And the thing is, that driver is like a taskmaster with a whip. And, like, you don't mm -hmm. need a banana bag unless, like, you're, like, you've whipped yourself into exhaustion. Yeah. And and so I think going forward, you know, if you want like this is not a sustainable solution, like working 110 hour weeks for months at a time and then taking a month or two off and then working another like 110 hour week for, you know, a couple months at a time and then taking another yeah. month off. And then you also have to remember that like during your month off, like you're not going to be you're not another person. You're actually still L.S., so like during that yeah. month off, you're still going to have lots of thoughts about like missed opportunities and should you be doing this? Yes, yes. And so like it's not even going to be a month off. Like, do you see that? Like the, the month off is just an illusion because you're still going to be right. you during those times. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always connected. I'm always lined in. And it, it, when I when I'm not lined in, I feel anxious. Yep. So it's like either um, you either you take a step back and then you have to deal with your crippling anxieties. You like force yourself to relax right because it's like that's just a weird paradox you know yeah it's like anxiety provoking relaxation it's like an oxymoron and but because th th yeah. that's who you are so i think what we've really got to change is you man like this is not a good plan and we, we have to we have to really dig into or i feel you know this we, we have to dig into what it is that drives you like who's the taskmaster and why do you have to do all these things why do you have to why do you have to push yourself clearly past your breaking points and and the challenge here is that you're so resilient that you like how can i say this yeah i mean you're just so resilient that you like have gotten used to pushing yourself past the, the like a good limit like you're at the gym yeah. but you just you injure yourself every time you work out because you've just gotten used to injuries and like that's yeah. gotta stop dude like you know yeah i don't i don't know um i guess i don't know what to say in that regard um mostly i think a lot of that i think i think we touched on it briefly last time we talked where um i feel like i'm cognizant that where i am right now in the esports community or the scene is a very ridiculously fortunate position uh the position that i'm in um but i see how quickly things change 
in this industry and how quickly just everything just gets completely thrown around and whatnot. And I feel like due to the way that I got here, as well as how I stay within the community right now, it feels like I, 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 I can't afford to turn off. Um, and it creates this really weird loop where uh, at the same time, um, I think I mentioned this to you last time that after esports or something, I don't know what I do yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a that's another scary question. Um, I just entered into my mid twenties, um, but that's kind of old in esports. If you don't have anything else sure. going for you or going on, and I feel like there's a lot of expectations on me. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people that want to see me fail. And so that, in a, in a way, no, it's, it's, it's a thing. Um, so what's up with I that? I think there's a lot. Of, uh, well, so I don't, I don't know how much you know about my persona uh, or whatever from League. Uh, pretty controversial. Um, I, I think that most people either love or hate me. I think there's no gray area. Um, I think that the way that I... I don't, I don't, the way that I talk um, in league setting, may, maybe you don't get it here or something uh, because we're, we're not in a league setting or something. It's very uh, agitates a lot of people, pisses people off. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> really, what what do you say that pisses people off? There, there it is. Um, okay. I don't know how to. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I can no, I know. I, I don't know how to describe this myself. Um, I so I can Are get you pretty angry? tilted. So anger is a really interesting word. You asked me last time if I get angry. I don't. Yeah. Get, so I use anger as a way to describe it, but I don't think that's the emotion that I'm actually feeling. What is the emotion um, you're feeling? Okay. If uh, uh, let me think about this. Can I, it, can it, I guess? It's sort of it's sort of impatient. It's like impatience. Can, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Is it fucking ridiculous? What is? Is it is it like a sense of fucking ridiculous? Yes. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just yeah, like fuck like it. That. This is fucking ridiculous. Um Is that what it feels like? I Yeah, yeah. So it um I feel constantly on defense, pretty much no matter what. And I think that because of how much time I commit into the game. Uh, whether by working or spending time on it or spending time on others that are like around me, like pro players or people that are like living with me that are trying to get careers or do certain things in the game. I feel like the amount of commitment and time I spend into it, anything about the game almost ends up becoming personal because of how deep I am. I I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make sense of it. Um, and so I take things really personal. And uh, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, um, actually in, I, I think actually, uh, I, I was going to ask you, like, um, if you saw someone go on television mm-hmm. and you saw someone state something that was clearly untrue and you have a way of showing that it's untrue, like, but like it's very difficult to ridiculous. do so, like, like the earth is flat. Yeah, like it's that, that's field. the one that I, I use lately. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, like, it's fucking you can, ridiculous. You can, right, right, right. So, if you can show someone the Earth isn't flat, 
you can't do it verbally. There, there's no way to get people to concede verbally, right? If, if, if you're confronted with a flat earther and you try to explain to them the way that certain things work, um, they either will or won't accept it. But if they come from the standpoint that you're already wrong, it feels like there's nothing you can say verbally that can ever convince them. Sure. And in order to convince them, you need to physically show it in some way. But if okay. you can never get to the physical part, it's like a fucking barrier that I just, I can't, I, it, yeah, Jesus Christ, I just want to fucking bash my head against a wall. Yeah. Um, and then due to the nature of analysis in video games or strategy games or RTSs, well, strategy games, real-time strategy, um, verbal talks become extremely frustrating um, and, and angering, especially if things are taken out of context or... Um, all this other stuff. So it becomes, it becomes very stressful. Um, and when I deal with uh, certain arguments or confrontations and stuff, I don't think that I handle them the best that I could, especially in the moment. Um, especially if, if what I'm hearing I think is nonsense. Um, and then as a byproduct of that, it feels like bystanders will only see me get angry, right? Or they'll see me get impatient and frustrated. And then I feel like it has a negative recourse on me. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do and you so have to it has led them? me to this. Um, I'm sorry. You were saying it led you to a point that sounded like you were yeah, yeah, actually yeah. offering an important no. conclusion. Yeah. So the, 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 so it, it's led me to a point where I basically only want to interact with certain people within the community, but I don't think that's healthy because I want to progress thinking within the game and the community. Um, I want to progress the way that people see strategy things and everything because I've been playing games all my life. Uh, started at you know age two and three, um, and then competitively I've been involved in esports since age twelve. So, it you know I'm going on two decades. Okay, and awesome. uh, it's it's my whole life. So, Can I? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Hold on. I need. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to need a minute, okay? You're just sharing so much that I think is actually really... Like, everything you say is laden with importance and has been reflected upon. And I think every the problem that I'm having is that, like, I can't... I don't know. You're giving me a thousand roads to walk down. I think all of which are good. I, yeah, I know. I know I, yeah, it sucks. I feel... I, I'm actually nervous even saying what I'm saying right now. Why? People... Say, well, um, I don't know. Uh, last video we did, uh, obviously, uh, I, I would call it success. Like, you know, got a lot of viewership on YouTube, etc. I think that there's a lot of people, again, in the league community um, that will take what I'm saying right now as uh, egotistical or overly arrogant or thinking that I'm always right or something like that. And it has nothing to do with that. And it's just, holy shit, please. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to describe it as. It's a very awkward thing when I have to... I, I choose to live in a glass house because I feel like it's my only defense. Uh, what I mean by that is like, uh, I, 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 I'm always basically on air or I'm always open to the public. I've opened DMs. What does that I've defend you against? Lies. Or Lies fabrications. From, from or... whom? Oh, Jesus. Uh anyone really 
I guess it's just a, it, it, it's something I developed or I started doing uh, years ago. Esports is a, a pretty weird industry. I think that lies, fabrications, half-truths, etc., can spread very a lot. Um, and then word of mouth is way too strong. And things can be taken out of context way too easily, especially clips, for instance. I mean, you, you might know about that from Twitch. Like, you see a clip out of context, doesn't really tell you the whole story. Um, and people can misconstrue certain things, and I feel like that's very frustrating. Um, and then I get frustrated because I'm open to talking to literally anyone at any time. And uh, I don't know. We, okay. We've gone a lot of places right now. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm I'm glad you're sharing so much. So let's just start with where we ended off. Oh, LS. Okay. Let's just think for a second, okay? Can I get water really quick? Yeah, go for it. Do you care? Okay, all right, thanks. I'll be right back. One second. Of all of the things you can do, get water is at the top of the list. So I know that Twitch chat thinks that Mitch Jones is the raid boss. I feel like LS is the raid boss, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello? Hey. <clears throat> Hi. So being misunderstood... Being misunderstood really bothers you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so if we think a little... Oh, hold on a second. Hello? What? Okay. I was just informed that there's an ad running right now because you went to go get water. <laughs> which okay. okay, which is great because I need some time to think. Okay. Oh man, so much. Okay, let me just take notes. Okay, okay. I can do this. Okay, I think I can do this. Cheers. <laughs> uh, okay. So first of all, um, you remember last time? Like, so one of the big things that I remembered about last time was that I felt like you needed more, you needed to experience more anger. Like we, we talked last time about how you essentially blamed yourself for all kinds of bad things that happen around you instead of being angry yes. with other people. Yeah. Okay. So my general sense, I'm going to use this phrase bursting at the seams. Okay. Yeah. And what I, what I, what I'm getting from you, LS, is that you're basically bursting at the seams. I think you have a lot of stuff that's going on inside of you 
that doesn't have a way to get out. And so you're like bursting at the seams and there's like leakage. So my sense yeah, is that you have a lot of suppression and this is why it, it like it feels so overwhelming and multifactorial because it's like it's like firing on like it's so many different directions. There's insomnia, there's physical problems, there's anger, there's uncertainty about your future, there's a community that's hating you, there's some kind of weird defenses that you set up for yourself, a community that loves you, there's expectation, there's, you know, like like strike while the iron is hot and right now it's the gold rush and you're going to California because that's where the gold is and like esports and like soon it's all going to be over. There's just so much yeah. Like just listening to you is overwhelming. Like I can't even imagine what living in in your life is like. Like it's like yeah. you can't catch a break anywhere. And I think that that's that's something we've got to just figure out because that's just not I mean you're you're screwed my friend if you continue doing what you're doing and and going at this pace. Oddly enough, you may be very successful, but I think you're going to pay for that success. And I do believe that you can continue to be successful without bursting at the seams. So let's start with this. You don't like being mm -hmm. misunderstood. You're talking to flat earthers and they don't, they don't understand and you can't show them and you just want them, you want them to understand. You want them to understand your viewpoint. You want them to understand like what you're saying. You want like you want you want to be like on the same team with them. You don't want to be oppositional with them. There's some amount of frustration. There's some amount of inability to show them. And then the other thing that I think, go for it. Uh, or 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 I want them to show me why the whatever it is that I'm trying to say against their flat Earth is sure. actually wrong. Fine, right? That isn't just a verse. So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it runs deeper. So then the other thing yeah. is that, that th this rolls into your identity. So I want you to understand this very clearly, okay? So I'm getting the sense that you can't separate an argument from you. Like it becomes about you. Yes. Right? It's not about like convincing, like it's not, it's not sterile. It's not, it's not like scientific. It's not mathematical. It's like investment in who you are as a person. Like there's, you're rolled up into this. Does that make sense? You're invested. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that goes to what I was saying about how deep I am in esports. And yep, I also won't. Um, I well, I won't say I won't, but I think oftentimes I won't even engage in a conversation if I don't actually feel comfortable talking about it. I, I don't know if there's like a word for that uh, or phrase. Do, do you get what I mean? Like you're avoidant unless you're comfortable. Unless I feel comfortable and competent in the material. Yeah. So I think this comes back to like, you're, you're terrified of being misjudged. Yes. Where does that or, come from? Um, I mean, I, I, I would imagine it obviously stems from something in childhood. Yeah. Um, We've talked about but it before. At, at the same time, I don't know if it really does. Okay. Um, and the reason that I, I, I say I don't know if it really does is because uh, I think the way that I thought of myself as a preteen and ad an as an adolescence 
was the opposite of what like teachers and therapists and psychiatrists, psychologists, et cetera, thought of me. Um, they thought better of me than I thought of myself. Um, and so I guess that's a misjudged thing, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to articulate Okay. So, so I'm, I'm going to just toss a Hail Mary. Okay. So first of all, things aren't as simple as I make them out to be. Okay. So I think it's more complicated. The first thing is, as I'm hearing you talk, the thing that, that I, I remember is actually that you had some behavioral problems, right? Am I mixing you up with someone else? Uh, behavioral problems in what sense? Like, did you get in trouble at school? Uh, I was truant and forced to drop out of high school. Yeah. And so my, the, my education effectively, it, it stopped in like seventh grade, effectively. Yeah. Uh, so, eighth grade. So yeah, last time like we that. met, we talked about. Okay. So what are you, as what? you, as you mentioned that, what are you feeling? What? As you mentioned the truancy and what happened to you in. Um, I don't really mind it. Uh, I remember thinking that I wasn't going to use school or EDU for anything. And, uh, I remember thinking in like ninth grade, 10th grade, et cetera, uh, I would just wait for my class to finish so that I could get the, uh, that I could take the GED test because I thought the material on the GED was really simple. Um, but there's the law that you have to wait for your graduating class. Or you can take the test, but you have to wait for them to receive the diploma. Something okay. like that. I, I don't know. Um, I didn't want to go to school because I didn't feel safe or comfortable at school. Um, not because like anything like in particular, uh, just a lot of things, I guess. Uh, I was truant all the time. Um, I don't feel anything in particular, okay. I guess. So I'm I'm trying to figure out uh, maybe this isn't related, but uh, you know there was a powerful story that you told last time about you know when you were like going through the truancy hearing or something like that. There, one of the teachers kind of like stopped and was like, "No one is asking. Everyone's talking about punishing him, yeah, but no one is asking like why is he doing the things that he does, yeah." Is there anything about that sentiment about being misjudged, judged by people, held accountable for things that are that aren't your fault that translates to today? Um I I would yeah, I guess I would uh, I would say so. Um because it How felt so? like uh it felt like speaking a foreign language, no one understood me. Um and it felt like people around me that didn't understand me didn't make any efforts to try to understand. Um, and that was a very frustrating thing, sort of like what we're talking about right now, where it's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, why don't these, why don't these things, these, the, this context, why doesn't any of this matter to you? Because it should all matter. And yet for some fucking unholy reason, it doesn't. Um, yeah. and it just, it doesn't make sense to me who my whole thing is I try to run through so many scenarios and things in my head and I don't understand why other people don't do the same. Um, or they, they don't even attempt to understand. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I think the fucking ridiculous is kind of a good sentiment and, and I, there's also yeah. something that's a kind of like flat eartherish about this to me. You know, where, where it's sort of like people just really do not try to understand it. It's just and so I'm not sure if I'm if it's too loose of an association, but something. What, um, 
uh, I, I guess I, I would ask you what, like, so to add some context, some of the stuff that I come out with in the league scene, right, that has led to a lot of controversy um, is imagine, because uh, I don't know what games you play, imagine that everything is the way that it is, and then you come along and say, no, this stuff's wrong. I can show that it's wrong, but then a lot of people will outwardly dis dismiss it. So may maybe an analogy I can make here is like uh, in science. Um, if it is you, a you just tell commonly... me about league. Oh, okay. So um, in 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 league, um, there's a lot of concepts that I guess RT. So interestingly enough, I, I I've had lots of conversations with, with RTS players, and they uh, they accept it a lot better than mobile players do, and it's the most fucking brain blasting thing in the world. It blows my mind. Um, so in League of Legends, um, there will be instances in pro play where there is no objective on the map, right? There's, uh, do, you, do you play League? Sure. Or No, okay. but I understand League. No? I play Dota. Okay, you play Dota. Okay, so is there neutral objectives in Dota? Yeah. Like big things? Okay. So imagine there's like no neutral objective. Yeah, sure, like Baron. Great. Yeah. So imagine there's no neutral up, right? And that means that there's nothing to really contest. Or um, standing gold uh, on turrets can be about 500, right? 500 is about two and a half minion waves worth of gold without factoring in experience. Okay. So if you're winning, right? If the enemy shoves a wave too quickly, for example, uh, for example, this can allow you to take that wave and pull it really far up your lane and then freeze. And then those minions can kill your incoming minion wave over and over several times it can actually net you a higher uh gold value than a turret would like a, like a, a standing gold turret and not even factoring in xp it also reduces the amount of options both you have and your opponents have on the map because everything the variables are reduced it, okay. it becomes very clear-cut like using deductive reasoning what can and can't happen Okay. Um, so this is this is one of the more like recent things that's happened. What, what, um, do you, what do you mean by freeze? What does freeze mean? Freezes they so for instance, if they had six minions and you and you had six minions and they sort of clash, they killed your six minions. You take their six minions and you run it up your lane without killing them. Yep. Now, when the next waves come, they'll have twelve minions and you'll still have six. So your okay. six minions will die. And if you can hold that. By freezing, like keeping them at a certain point and just constantly holding it there, they are forced to come and eventually break it, or they're forced to do something else on the map. Okay. But if you're winning and your champions are stronger and you have more items, obviously they cannot arbitrarily just teleport anywhere on the fucking map, or they can't just randomly dive a turret because turrets are still really strong, the champions are still weak. You can end up getting more gold in creating a, a larger net difference between you and the enemy team, as well as experience, um, by just freezing. And then obviously, you know, okay, well, you can only go into a few places. So I've had this conversation with lots of RTS plays, uh, players. It's pretty easily accepted. But with mobile players, for some fucking reason, it's like flat earth, and it just doesn't make any sense. The really weird thing is in the community, uh, some people, even... even uh, people with high stature within the community will say that you can't freeze or it's not possible, blah, 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 blah. I have 
so many examples of freezing uh, at professional play from pro players. And there's also a lot of pro players that are on this in, in, in alignment that freezing can exist. Okay. But there are also pro players that are like, no, you can't freeze because we can just do A, B, C, and D. And it's a very frustrating thing because it, it, it feels very akin to Flat Earth where I, uh, sort of like the misjudge thing, will never assert that a team can freeze unless I really think that it's possible. Like, I'm not just going to arbitrarily say, oh, they should just blanketly freeze. Um, so variables and conditions have to be met for it to occur as like a strategical maneuver. And there's clear upside that is related to like economy. And economy management is a thing that is very common in RTSs. But not and common when in suddenly, MOBA. Not common in MOBA. And in, um, in MOBAs, players tend to only think about their one champion. But in RTSs, you think about lots of important champions in lots of different important uh, locations. And you're forced to make a, a, you know, a, a major decision on how you're going to allocate and do certain things. And so because my first games were StarCraft 1, StarCraft 2, um, and whatnot, and also playing card games, economy and resource management and like how long it takes units to move across the map, timing attacks, um, how much damage they do, how little can you actually have and still defend, these are all RTS things, like, mm -hmm. like playing Risk or Monopoly yeah. or lots of board games. And I, I just, I want to blow my fucking brains out when someone with pretty high stature maybe in the community will come along and assert that it's not possible. And I feel like I'm speaking a different language. <laughs> so then there's the, there's the problem where I can get certain other people to agree and certain other pro players. And I can also have clear cut examples playing against uh, some of the top like regional teams uh, in the world, right? Videos, video proof, tangible evidence, things that can be replicated, quantifiable things. Still, there's just something that fucking exists where people so, they'll throw they'll throw blanket statements, hail marys, like they'll say that vision's important, or they'll say that uh, champions can just dive a turret, and it's an impossible argument to really handle verbally, or th that's how I feel. So, Ellis, um, first of all, this is way better for th me. This is a glimpse. You're just, you're just talking about one thing now, so this is easier for me to manage. So now we we still get to. <laughs> We still get to just the core issue, which is why do you, why is it important to you for, to you to convince these people? Um, well, I feel like it's a part of my job, but also why? I want. Well, my job's to analyze and coach and. Fine. So your your <laughs> job is to analyze. So hold on a second. So analysis. You're a coach. Uh, well, I have. Co I I mean, I still do freelance coaching for various like uh, LCS and LEC players. So analysis is very different from convincing people. Like, why do you feel like you have to convince people? Okay, so if you were a scientist um, and you discovered certain things, but the scientific board says that you're wrong, that can actually really harm your career. Potentially. It can call into question your credibility. True. And then it becomes very frustrating if you can quantify or replicate the things that you're talking about like like a test right like you can you i mean that's how it works in science how, so that you can go and recreate if if you talk about freezing and how it creates yeah. an economic advantage barring certain circumstances like no neutral objectives on the map um how does that affect your career if 
lots of people dissent against it, some that are even prolific within the community, that can be really bad. Because then if I get labeled as, so some people uh, genuinely think I'm a contrarian. I, I say things just to disagree, dissent sure. against the majority opinion, et cetera. That is very and then, damning. And then, and then you tell them, no, I'm not. Then I tell them, no, you're a fucking flat earther. Like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> so like, it gets, it, it is you're insane contrarian. to me No, that... I'm not. You're a fucking flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're a so contrarian. I, I get really, I get really, uh, I, I think maybe you're familiar with the term triggered. Yeah. And I will sit here in my house with some of the people I live with. Um, one of them is actually one of the, I, he might be the highest ranked uh, Western Terran StarCraft 1 player still um, in, in StarCraft 1, uh, Nyokin, who's WCG USA finalist a couple of times, whatever, in StarCraft 1. Anyway, um, so anyways, I talk with him. Um, I talk with Max, a uh, person that I live with, and we will just sit there for two to three hours and literally play devil's advocate, trying to figure out ways to strangle these fucking conversations. And it's so insufferable. Yeah, man. So so look, what I want to point out to you is that the convincing someone, right? Like, so convincing the scientific board. So you've made it clear. Sorry, I keep on having false starts with sentences. That's okay. My words can't catch up to what my mind is kind of thinking about. So let me just think for a second. So LS, I think a big problem that you run into is that your logic is good. So when we think about, you know, when you think about sort of the gold rush of esports right now, and you think about missed opportunities and uncertainty about the future, your logic yes. is good, right? So if if now for the first time you can co-stream league events, that's not an opportunity you want to miss out on because like once the field gets saturated and people like go to particular streamers, like it's hard to start streaming later. There, yes. the, the problem is that your logic is good. And when it comes to the, the potential impact of, you know, being viewed as a contrarian or disrespected by other people in the community, how that affects your standing and how that affects your professional situation, that also the logic is good. Not disagreeing with any of your logic. What I'm curious about is your personal investment, right? So if I'm a scientist and I, so I mean, I, I do this, right? So I, I go to, let's say like I have a, a perspective collaboration with like MIT for healthy gamer and studying video game addiction. So I, I kind of go to yes. some people. We've also had calls with, you know, other institutions or organizations. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, actually I had a great call with Riot a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we... You know, if I go to someone and I say like, hey, I think this is important and they say, no, we disagree. We don't think it's important. Um, that can be strategically bad, but like I don't have to get bent out of shape. What I'm really curious about is why you get so personally bent out of shape. Like what what about this is triggering or tilting? Like because people can be idiots, but what's your personal investment like flat, like so, flat earthers, uh, you know, are idiotic. I think, but growing up, uh, I, I was called a liar a lot because there were phases of my life where I did have to lie a lot. Um, because there, there would be instances where, with my family, um, they would ask me a question, and if I knew that if I responded truthfully or honestly, um, 
it would result in an outburst or something something physically uncomfortable would occur. Okay. And so as a means to diffuse the situation, I would lie instantly and I would develop ways to lie instantly. Um, and <clears throat> that stuck with me through uh, preteen as well as teenage life. Um, e so even when I stopped lying, once I felt more um, safe and secure with my own identity, as well as just knowing how certain situations were going to go, etc. Um, I think there's something about, so this actually goes back to the living in a glass house, recording everything, etc. I think that um, if I present something and someone just says, no, it's wrong. I feel like that is very akin to being called a liar. And when it's about a job that I'm so invested into emotionally and physically uh, with the amount of time that I sink into it, it disturbs me on a, on a really pretty deep emotional level that I, I think other people with my same job titles wouldn't actually understand because this is all that I do. Um, and it's not that what, I can't What be is wrong, disturbing but... you on an emotional level? What gets disturbed? Um, it blows my mind at how, um, how, uh, I don't know how to describe this. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know how to answer it. There, okay. There's like a lot of different images in my head and I, I don't know how to translate them into words. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I, I think, so let me, Alice, I think we're getting somewhere. And I uh -huh. think the, the basic issue here is that you're not fighting the individual battle from today. You're mm -hmm. fighting a host, every conversation that you have with people, every disagreement that you have with people about strategy, like you said, it makes you feel like a liar, right? Yes. And so what it's actually evoking within you is like all of that stuff. So so I think the reason you're so invested personally in these conversations, which which frankly sounds kind of idiotic, right? So there's a there's a saying in Sanskrit that's Bhes Agar Bhagavat, or my language. Okay. And Bhes Agar Bhagavat means reading the Bible to a buffalo. Okay. And it's like it's like you're just gonna get frustration. Like some situations are the equivalent of trying to read the Bible to a buffalo. And it's just dumb. Like, it's, like if you try to do it, you can try to read as beautifully and as convincingly as you want, but at the end of the day, you're just talking to a buffalo. So they're just not going <laughs> to understand. And, and what, I, what I hear you doing is like trying really, really hard to convince people. And, and to me, it sounds, you know, your, your, your arguments have logic, but I don't think that your need to convince them, even though standing within the community and stuff is like all important. There's clearly something else that's driving you because like flat eartherness and standing in the community are like completely separate issues. The flat eartherness yeah. about it, the, the ridiculousness of it, the perception of being a liar, the sort of living your life in a glass house, all of these things have nothing to do with your standing in the community. Their adaptations or maladaptations, and we can talk about that, to like helping you manage like whatever this thing is on the inside. Yes. And I think what happens with you is that when you get into an argument with someone, you're trying to convince 
everyone in your past in that moment, and this is kind of weird and messed up, but unfortunately it's just how our mind works, which is the rules of the game. You're trying to convince everyone who thought you were a liar, right? Like everyone who judged you and everyone who said this kid is wrong, this kid is crazy, this kid is stupid. And you're trying to fight like all of those battles in that moment, because that's the only way that you can get so much emotional energy into an individual conflict, because it can't, you just can't be that bent out of shape arguing with some noob on a discussion forum about whether you're strat like it just doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah i know uh <laughs> right and like that's the condition of the internet so if we look at like toxicity and anger and tilting on the internet like do you really think every guy who gets super super bent out of shape is like deeply and personally invested in every single reddit thread that they post in no it's like misdirected anger and toxicity and misjudgment like in the rest of their world, and I see this a lot, like the, the, the more ashamed you are of yourself in the real world, the more important it is for you to maintain a respectable online persona. Because all of their shame, like they use like, you know, they, they teach noobs on the internet, like you smurf in lol so that you can feel good about yourself. And like, generally speaking, the people who smurf, you know, like suck in life or are not confident in themselves in some way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's yeah. my personal toxicity towards Smurfs because I have an issue with it. So I say they suck at life, right? But no. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, but, no, but that's my, interesting you brought that up. My yeah. point is that like, like, you know, you're not just talking to a person. There's like a whole pile of stuff. And this goes back to like bursting at the seams. So like, let me just tell you, like, just listen to this, okay? So... Stressing out, stressed, insomnia, fear about the future, anxiety, it's my whole life, psychosomatic stuff, physical stuff, anger, you know, flat earthers, you just can't understand it, your whole life is caught up in this, like esports, like respect, financial security, like this, all this, this, go. I, I get imposter syndrome a lot sometimes Yeah. when I, when I have these arguments in these conversations. And then, so in the first meeting that we had, you, you asked uh, if I end up blaming myself. So at the end of this, I blame myself because I think that there's a better way to attack the arguments and attack the, the problems, yeah. right? So, but then I, I wonder if I'm fucking crazy or something. And, you know, like, so, so it's, it's a loop. Yeah, absolutely. So, Ellis, here's my point. Like, when someone says there are 50 million things wrong, I just don't think that there are 50 million things wrong. So one of my... Um, supervisors when I was in med school or like one of the psychiatrists I was working with, one of the people who inspired me to go to psychiatry once told me that if any patient has three diagnoses, they're all wrong. So sometimes like we'd get these patients that have like, they have this freaking alphabet of diagnoses, MDD, GAD, PTSD, ADD, you know, like it's like just a bunch of letters and it's like, that's yeah. not like, I don't think that this person has four discrete processes that are going on in their like mind i don't think they have like four different circuits that are busted like there's one like like there's common stuff there's something that is manifesting as depression manifesting as anxiety making it difficult for them to co concentrate and oftentimes it's trauma like trauma is like where all this crap starts and you've had your fair share mm -hmm. and so i think that when you have all of these like like issues around 
you know, stressing out insomnia. Like, I don't think that's the problem. I think the basic problem is that you've got some stuff from the past, which like acts on the present and you don't deal with the stuff from the past. So another way to kind of say that is you said the, the first week went well, like earlier, like at the very beginning of this conversation, you said, yes. I managed week one. Well, week two is when the problem started. And I wanted to stop you right there. And I was like, no, my friend, the mistake was in week one. Because week one is when you let that shit... The problem is that the only time you notice that there's trash to be emptied is when your trash can is overflowing. That's what your life looks like in a nutshell. Like, the problem is that you're like, oh, there's, like, trash on the floor. Oh, maybe I, like, oh, like, there's... The, my trash can is overflowing, so let me just take all of the stuff on the top that's spilling out and throw that away. And we're going to leave all the other trash in the trash can. We're just going to take all the stuff that's spilling over the top and we're going to deal with that. But your problem is in that first week. You're kind of saying like, okay, I'm going to do this. For, I'm going to crucify myself for one 10 hour mm -hmm. work weeks because they're really good opportunities here. And then I'll take a break later. And then I'm going to go back to crucifying myself. Your whole system of managing whatever it is that you're managing, I think is not working well. And that's mm -hmm. why it's like you have stuff that's like seeping out. It's like, getting like tilting it at noobs who don't understand like i don't i don't i don't get and i mean i do get but i'm gonna just say like so you know if you really understand the validity of your argument and someone is too fucking dumb to get it like that makes me feel like once you sort of get that you don't try to convince them anymore because you realize it's a lost cause but you get tilted and then, like, your body also starts giving out. You get, like, allergen and asthma problems and stuff like that. And, and so it's, it's just, like, literally, like, you're, you're, you're building up. I don't know. I wish there was, like, some word for, you know, like, de like not debuff. It's, like, it, you're just building up, like, stress. It's, like, you have a stress. If you play Darkest Dungeon, this is what it is. No. You guys played? Okay. So, like, in Darkest Dungeon, it's a fantastic game, by the way. I, I mean, if you're, like, okay. into competitive games and stuff like that, it's a single-player game. So, in Darkest Dungeon, it's, it's like, cool. So, you have this party, right? And, like, the idea behind uh -huh. this is, like, your party is going to get screwed. So, like, your characters die. There's permadeath. They, like, get, like, they get, like, P they literally get PTSD and they, like, can't fight properly and stuff like that. It's, like, an amazing okay. epic game. And so, what happens? So, Darkest Dungeon introduced a really cool concept in gaming, which I don't see very much. Which is, we always have, like, HP bars and MP bars. We have, like, resources yes. that we um, use up and diminish over time. And then when we get empty, we die, right? Like, when you run out of HP is when you die. And HP yeah. starts full and you kind of run out of HP. So Darkest Dungeon actually did the opposite, too, where they added this, this stat called stress. And as your stress increases, your character, like, gets screwed. So, like, you're in this dungeon where, like, people are getting, like, every time you get a critical, every time your character gets critically hit, everyone in yeah. your party gets, like, like, stress. So, like, stress okay. is, like, 0 out of 200. So, they got, like, 9 points of stress. And then once you went, uh -huh. hit 100, they, like, they have to make, like, some kind of check. And if they, like, hit 100 and they don't make that check properly, they get, like, some kind of permanent debuff. They get, like, a 30% mischance or, like, they lose, like... You know, like their disease res resistance goes down. Sometimes they start to panic and they like won't act. Like instead of like attacking, they'll just sit there and shit their pants. And and like so, I think it's a cool game. I love the game. 
But in your case, I think what's happening is you're building up stress. Like there's some meter within you that is filling up and it's like your trash can is filling up, filling up, filling up. And the only time you notice it is when it overflows. And then what you try to manage is the overflow. It's like, I'm exhausted, haven't slept. Let me go get a banana bag. That's like taking the five bits of trash from the top of your trash can and like taking them out and throwing them away and leaving your trash can left over. Yeah. And the trash can is filled up in week one. Like you put your body, like the, the other problem is that you're so resilient and your willpower is so strong that you can tolerate, like it's like your, you know, your constitution can tolerate rotting food in your trash can. Whereas like other people can't tolerate that. So they clean out their trash in a bizarre way. Your capacity, your constitution and your resilience allow you to propagate unhealthy situations to the breaking point. And there's something really bizarre that I see in some people, which is that some people suffer like consequences, you know, when they're at 70%, 50%, 30%. And some people don't bend. Some people only break. And I mm -hmm. think you fall into this category where like you, you can function at a very high level until your breaking point and then you just snap. Yes. And the solution yeah, no, that, to that happens, the snaps happen. Absolutely, man. They no, they they happen almost. Um, if I could like pull in some of my roommates or or something to like answer, I mean, no, I'm not going to. I'm just saying, the cycles tend to be about nine weeks, and then there's a very big snap, and then everything goes away, and it's like it's back to zero. Yep. Um, the snaps are really scary. Um, not like. Yeah, I don't know how to describe them. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. So th this is important for people who are watching too. So I want you guys to understand, like, your pattern is not uncommon. And in fact, w when it comes to gamers, I think they're remarkably resilient. So I think that gamers are very good at dealing with just gigantic piles of, like, negative emotion and other stuff, right? That's why we all procrastinate and, like, don't deal with our problems and stuff like that. And then, like, we have this, you know, it's like you've got this basement that's just full of crap. And in your case, I, I just don't think that your life is going to continue to be sustainable. And the challenge... No, I don't. I don't. The yeah. challenge is that none of your logic is wrong, right? Like, so from a career standpoint, it may be a good idea to stream LCS. It may be a good idea to work 110 hours a week. But I, I think that working 110 hours a week and at the same time spending half of your energy tilting at noobs, like, you just don't have the energy to tilt at noobs. Yeah, like, I not if no, you're working you're right 110 hours a week. I... I think um, this most recent week on Saturday, uh, my co-caster, his name is Brendan Valdez. Um, I remember before set two uh, started, I was actually welling up and I sort of like laughed to him and I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to have a breakdown. And he looked at me like, what's wrong? And I said, I don't fucking know. And I started panicking um, because usually when I'm in uh, a work mode, I won't have a breakdown um or i won't have like a snap but five minutes before the cast went live i was welling up uh my legs were shaking and i'm like holy shit i'm just gonna start crying and i fucking was just feeling so many emotions managed to get it together cast the second series went home and fucking it just went right to sleep but that was a very unsettling thing but 
sometimes there's just moments where all I want to do is cry and scream. Um, and I just want everything to stop. So I and completely what, agree with you. What do you do then, LS, when you want to cry and, and scream? So you do cry <laughs> and scream? Oh, yeah, sometimes. And I ask, uh, I ask roommates to, like, leave the house and stuff. And it's, like, literally something out of, like, a fucking drama or, like, you know, something you'd watch on Netflix. I literally just have an emotional breakdown. And I'm like, okay, I'm reset. <laughs> as fucking crazy as that sounds. I'm like, let's do it again. Yeah, man. <gasps> oh, fuck me. Holy shit. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, so, so now the, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about adaptive and maladaptive. Okay. So we, I'm glad you're able to share all this stuff. Hopefully, you know, the noobs won't attack you for your freezing strategy because of what you're saying here today. (laughs) And, and so let's just, so I want, I want people to understand this too. So I, so your body, your mind, and your brain does the best that it can with the crap that you throw at it. Right. Like, that's just how yeah. like. And, and, and so what happens is, is we deal with emotions like we're not really taught this stuff, which is a huge, huge problem. Like, we are not really taught how to deal with emotions. We're not really taught, like, how our mind works. We're not really taught this stuff. So our body just comes up and we come up with the best solutions that we can, which are sort of adaptive and maladaptive. It's adaptive because if we think about like an adaptive, you know, evolutionary trait, it's something that allows us to succeed in a particular environment. And in your case, yeah. like, I think this sort of reset, breakdown, whatever you have every nine weeks is like, it's it actually like, like helps yeah. you succeed. Like, do you like, cause you just, you know, you have all these emotions that kind of build up, build up, build up. You're like, okay, five minutes before cast, I'm welling up. I'm about to break down. Okay. Like, let me just, let me shove. Like, this is like when you take your hands and you like shove the trash, you pack the trash in your trash can, you pack it down <laughs> yeah. so that you can put more trash in there. We're going to pack it down. We're going to pack it down more, put more shit in there, more, more trash in there. And then, so like, that's the strategy, right? And then every once in a while, like what happens is your trash can starts to bulge. And then it starts to ferment and it produces acid. And then like one day, like just your trash can just breaks and like falls apart and there's crap all over, you know, your, your kitchen. (laughs) And then you scoop it all up and you clean it all out. And then, and then you go and you get yourself another, you know, paper trash can. And then you, you put it there and it's the same trash can that you used last time. You're not going to get a metal one. You can use the same one. You get yourself a trash bag. You put it in and then. And then you just, you start shoving stuff in there again. So, but that works for you, right? So like, this is the crazy thing. When we think about all of this stuff that you're describing, insomnia, you know, anxiety, anger, tilting, breakdowns, like we look at that and we say like, oh, this must be mental illness. Incorrect. This is your system of adaptation. There's also something very important to understand. Our mind does the best that it can. And so even situations like anxiety, is it like an illness? Sure. But in a lot of experience that I've seen, anxiety serves a very, very important mechanism. So usually anxiety is protective. So anxiety keeps us from doing the things that are going to make us like look and feel dumb. Right? Like it protects other people from ridiculing us. If you really stop and think about it, like that's what it's doing. So anxiety is a way that we can protect ourselves from being like judged and viewed as idiots. 
So if we really look at all of this stuff, I mean, not all of mental illness, because I don't think, for example, schizophrenia has an adaptive mechanism. But in your case, you know, you have all this stuff which people can like say is like, you know, patterns of mind. And it's like actually like that's how you function. Because you you can work 110 hours a week and then have a breakdown reset and then it's back back to working 110. Now, I think I think what we've got to figure out is like, do you want to continue this? Are you happy with where you are or do you want to change? Um, I want to, well, I mean, it goes, it goes back to what I, what I said. Well, okay. I guess I don't know how you're asking the question. Um, do you want, do do you you want to continue doing what I'm doing or like, like what am I, my work and stuff? Do you want something to change about your life? Are you happy with things continuing at their current track? Oh Jesus! No, I. Um, yeah, obvious. Like, um, obviously, in in private, I always look for ways that I think. I think I mentioned this in in the first time that we spoke. Um, look for ways to fix or change something, um, however difficult it is, um, so that this cycle stops. Breaking the cycle is like. What do you want to change? Of, I want the cycle to stop. What is the right? cycle like? The cycle is somehow convincing myself to go beyond the breaking point. You know, uh, constantly working through whatever. Um, right now, I am in the best. Uh, I'm I'm financially and just work wise and everything. I, I'm in the best place I've ever been. Like I'm I'm at a peak right now. Maybe it's going to even keep going up, et cetera. And yet uh, I have like a feeling that the only way that I can describe it is homelessness. And it is a very, um, it is a very uh, dark feeling, obviously. It's very devoid um, of anything. And it feels so empty and scary, right? And it's like, sometimes I'll have a conversation with someone and they'll just remind me of so many things. And then it sort of helps alleviate the the feeling and stuff. Obviously, I want that feeling to go away because I think that that feeling helps reinforce the cycle and it Absolutely. helps reinforce. So I need to figure out a way to get my brain to accept and be content with everything as it is right now without feeling over panicked, uh, anxious about everything and feeling like, I'm in a constant like fear of missing out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, while simultaneously feeling empty. So you said the feeling is homelessness. It feels like homelessness. Okay, I, I think and that's I've a great home- way to put it. Yeah. So Ellis, I think at some point, okay, now we get to the, you know, psychoanalytic kind of stuff. So thank you so much for for saying that. I don't, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what the perception of people who are watching is. I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff, kind of tied stuff together, but I think we're like at a really good spot now. Um, at least, I, I mean, I am in terms of, of, I think there's, yeah, you need to take a minute. I, I have had anxiety. No, no, no. I've had anxiety all week. This is um, like in an unhealthy kind of way. This is the best I've been breathing <laughs> in like a week. Uh, so I actually thought it was asthma. So like just before... We uh we started this call actually. I took my uh I took my albuterol and my Advair, yeah, and uh just so that there wouldn't be any breathing difficulties, whatever. 
but now I'm realizing that it's not asthma and that there's just a shitload of fucking anxiety going on because I can breathe really well right now. So odd. And it feels like, you know, the person sitting on me just sort of got up. So the conversation's yeah. been helpful in that regard, but uh, it fucking sucks, man. Holy shit. I can breathe right now. It's been a while, you know? It's coming back, though. <laughs> okay, but coming back, you mean the you elephant know? is starting the fat guy sitting on your chest the fucking again? The whale is going to come back. That that whale who plays lol and doesn't agree with the, the fucking... idea of freezing, he says you just need vision. Oh, the whale... It's just, it's just one it's all it's all one guy this is the thing ls it's all one guy so like seriously when you tilt on them it's like so this is the thing the body and mind are linked right so when you say oh i didn't i, I didn't i realize it's not asthma i actually disagree so now we come to psychosomatic right you're thinking so I, that this is making me have asthma i the two or... are linked it's like your body and mind are linked so anxiety makes okay. asthma worse so uh, like so the the conditions that are autoimmune are significantly altered by your mental state so rheumatoid okay. arthritis things like chronic lyme disease asthma ibs all autoimmune conditions are heavily influenced by the mind and what's happening okay. is when when that when your trash can is overflowing you feel it in terms of emotions but it's also going to manifest as asthma Okay. So this is important. I don't want you to think, because a lot of people think that psychosomatic means all in your head. I don't think the asthma is all in your head. I think the only way that your body knows how to process the stress, it's like your body is starting to give out, right? Like you've got five lanes in league, and if you're under pressure, sometimes one of, the, one of the, your champions is going to give out. So asthma is one way of you giving out. The breakdown is another way of you get, giving out. You know, yelling at noobs is a third way to for you to break. Like those are all <laughs> signs of like fracturing, right? Mm -hmm. That's the trash can overflowing. And so the cool thing is that when you talk like this and you start to get some sense, and like, why do you think you feel better now? Like, what have we done? Um, I don't know. I uh, I think uh, just having a conversation with someone helps a lot because I don't why? actually get to. Um, I don't How get to that... talk about, because usually, um, some people that I'll talk to about these very things, they'll just, uh, it's not really a conversation. It's like, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. it. It's sort of like a, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, oh, actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the way that I describe it to some of my roommates. Um, I am a dog that everyone wants to be around until I start barking. And then when I start barking, uh, they want to lock me in a room and, until the barking stops. They don't want to treat the barking or why is the dog barking. Um, so that's the, that's the conversation with your teacher. That, that's a similar conversation. That, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. I, I feel like right. a barking dog um, and no one actually cares what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. So that sounds way closer to me uh, to this, this thing with your teacher when she was like, why is this kid having behavioral problems? And, and yeah. this is the problem, LS, is that like deep down, I think your sense of identity, ah, I'm going to stop. Okay. Let's go back to this. Okay. This, is, this is actually that while I am enamored with my ability to formulate and understand people, I don't know how helpful that's going to be. Um, okay. So let's go back to why does this help? Like, how does this work? We're just talking. Um, there's something humane about it. Okay. 
whereas I, most times I think when I talk to people, um, I am the idea or the personification of my character within the esports community. Sure. And that I'm not me and that my problems are only a detriment to whoever I'm talking to. And it would Beautiful be better part. if I go back to just being LS who they need me to be. Yeah. Right. So I was saying deep down your identity dot, dot, dot. So we'll come back to that. So good. Yeah. You, you went there. So I didn't need <clears> to go there. But so I want to understand from a mechanistic. So let's let's think about mechanism. OK, so let's pretend we're playing an RTS and the RTS is talking to LS on stream with Dr. K. And and we notice something, which is that like LS's breathing is improved. He feels better. What what did we if we go back and we watch the replay, like what's the mechanism? Tell me, like, how is this happening? Using any of the language or any of the imagery that we've talked about today, like how is this helping you? Like what's happening? Um, I, I think a lot of it is it's helping me feel, or I don't know if the, if the phrase is less crazy, um, but it feels, um, it's sort of like when no one wants to listen to or believe or talk about any of the things that you're saying, but then you have a conversation with someone that's just willing to listen. It's sort of like a fucking, it, it's sort of like uh, when when someone says, uh, I don't even know. Okay. Uh, again, I'm just seeing images. I, I don't, I don't. Can you describe don't the, one images of the images? Is like, yeah, one of, the, one of the images is a girl breaking down in like a diner. Uh, she's in a booth and she's just talking to a waitress and she just starts crying and says, finally. I know that sounds really weird. I, I think in a lot of, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. I just see lots of images uh, and I, I try to put them into words. Um, I think that was very illustrative. Yeah. Thank you. So it just, it, it, it feels like, holy shit, you know, like everyone just doesn't care or want to listen to her. And then finally the waitress or something is just willing to talk. And it's just so overwhelming that it's like a fucking floodgate, uh, you know, someone's, you know, yeah, pretty much that. That, that that that's the image that I think is the the that's, strongest. That's a beautiful image. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know what it comes from. Yeah, it's raining in the image. There you go. Yeah. We got that going. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think it's. I could have. You know. Yeah. I think raining makes sense to me. You know, yeah. It, it's. Um, I think it's a really good description of 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 your life in a lot of ways. Um, so I, I think, I think Twitch Chat has figured it out. So Twitch chat knows what we're doing. So Twitch chat, do you guys know how this is helping? So I've seen it it pop up a couple of times. Like, what are we doing with him? Yeah, see, look at that. They say, are, are you on my okay, stream? Can I tell you something? Yeah. There's, there's a couple of people in chat right now. And I don't know. This tilts me. Tilts me out of my mind. What does pathetic fallacy mean? Do you know what the, they might be saying? I, I don't know what that means. I okay, don't know so, either, but so I need to know. Focus. <laughs> okay, good. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm so tilted. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, so so what what did so aside from the few people who said <laughs> pathetic fallacy, because I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know what that means. What what are the other people in your chat saying? Uh let me because my, my uh, chat has it figured out so i don't know if it's just because the... by the way oh i'm not streaming i'm not streaming oh you're I... not streaming okay no, no no i don't i don't stream when i do these okay i would rather direct 
traffic. So I'm really impressed with like, like, cause Twitch chat, dude, like these guys learn and girls and other, other things, you know? So I, I think their overwhelming sense is that you're taking out the trash. Okay. What oh, when, when we're having, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 that makes sense. Right. And, and so that's how this works, right? So it's, it's not when you kind of think about like, what's the effect of this conversation this is going to help you in the next week because you've managed and emptied out some of that trash. So as you build oh, up yeah. that, that yeah. stress and that trash, you've got to manage it by talking about it. So seeing a therapist, I don't know exactly what, you know, what therapy is like in South Korea, but, um, you know, talking to someone can certainly help. I think the yes. other thing that's happening is that we're helping you be... And so this is the advantage of therapy, by the way, right? So like we all have emotions and stuff like our trash can fills up throughout the day. And I'll teach you a meditation technique that's kind of about unwinding um, at, at the end of today. Um, mm -hmm. So remind me to teach you that. The other thing, so we kind of build up emotions and like negative experiences, feelings and stuff like that. And then we need some place to take out the trash. So if you take out the trash, the cool thing, LS, is that I think all of this stuff will get better. So I think your asthma okay. will get better, your insomnia will get better, your your anxiety will get better. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. It needs to happen on a regular basis because you have a lot of trash filled up. Like what you've been doing is instead of a trash can, you actually have a basement where you throw all your trash. <laughs> and so for years and years and years, you have a basement that's just filled up. The other thing, uh, LS, that I think you kind of really struggle with, and maybe we can talk about this next time, is I think your sense of identity is like all warped. So I think part of this whole glass house thing, you try to be like super transparent, but I think deep down there's sense of emptiness. I don't know if you really know who you are. I, I think that you're not conf you don't you're not confident in yourself. So I think a lot of your uncertainty has to do with um you know, you don't know that you're gonna land on your feet. And and knowing right. that you're gonna land on your feet tends to come from like a, a, a good sense of confidence in who you are as a person, like being secure within yourself. And I think we see other signs of sort of like a, a kind of a, a, a shaky identity, which is that, you know, the opinions of others start to influence you way more. Like, so if I have a clear sense of who I am and like the world calls me an idiot, like if I know who I am, I'm going to be able to protect myself from that because I know it's kind of like, you know, the whole Pesagar Pagva thing. Like if I know that other people are idiots and that my strategy is a good one, like I don't have to try to convince them of anything. Like if they're too dumb to realize it, like, fine, I'm just going to own them harder and harder and harder. And the people who understand it will like improve. And the people who don't want to accept me, like they're just going to like, they're going to suck. They're going to keep on losing MMR or rank or whatever. But in your case, I, I think there's something about needing to prove yourself to other people and imposter syndrome streaming all this stuff gets exacerbated because you become this persona but essentially yeah. like the person who needs to prove themselves is the person who like isn't confident in themselves and so i think we've got to go back to like you know when you like like who are you really like who is ls and what is ls capable of like who are you uh the actual question or what yeah I'm curious what I, you're going to say. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I don't know, actually. Um, yeah. This goes back to what I, what I said in the first conversation. I don't really have a purpose, but because this is all that I've done, I feel like my only purpose is um, helping others... It sounds so fun. It sounds so stupid to say like uh, appreciate strategy more inside of video games, but I think that strategy in itself is art, and I think that there is a lot of correlations uh, or or things that can no, no, no. show themselves in other areas of life that you can derive from strategy games. No, no, um, no. See, that's beautiful. That is your purpose. I think so. So, so, but, so, but the, this is this is the crazy thing, right? Like, so despite having such a pure purpose that no one like people don't say that kind of thing man so like that is a sign of like that's actually true purpose like you love strategy games you love learning strategy yeah. you love applying the strategy strategy to like other parts of your life you love talking about strategy games that's what you're on this earth to do my friend the question is yeah, I guess. why is it that you can't just accept that right like so there's something within you that like like i think you've actually got your purpose figured out i think your problem is like you don't know who you are so when you say like my purpose is to explore strategy to its fullest extent because i think it's amazing the second half of that sentence is fine i think my, my i think where you fall short is with the first word which is my and you don't know who you are but i think what you're doing is awesome i think like you love strategy you love esports you love gaming and if that's what you want to spend your life doing, then I say go for it, man. And and see yeah, what yeah, happens. Do it as like art. Yeah. Uh, there, there's more stuff I, I want to do down the line um, that I need to grow bigger in order to do. Like in terms of like setting up networks and other sure. stuff. Uh, Good. Like academies or whatever. Um, yeah, the, I, 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 I find a lot of uh, probably very odd off things uh, pretty or beautiful or exciting uh oh. like art and stuff i'm sorry <laughs> you said odd off yeah like odd okay. like like things that maybe most people wouldn't uh i don't know i, I guess that that's just my my opinion yeah that it would be so so odd. i i think going forward we've got to do some you know work on like who you are but i think a couple of concrete things do you have any questions by the way so I was, I'm, I'm going to kind of try to summarize because we've been at this no. for a little while now. Okay. Does this feel like a yeah, good stopping have. point to, to you? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I, I don't really do anything, so it's, it's what, whatever what you... I don't, like, I don't, uh, I think after, whenever I was going to be done talking with you, I was going to watch the new uh, Walking Dead episode and then probably sleep. Okay. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really have a schedule right now. Okay. Off day. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, so let me let me try to just summarize a couple of things. Okay, so first of all, I'm glad you came on again, and I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I think Thanks. LS, you are just a, a really awesome dude, and I think that um, you know, underneath all the anxiety and insomnia and all that other kind of crap, like I love to hear that you are an artist when it comes to strategy and like you love and appreciate strategy like art, because I think that's, we need people like you, man, because the problem is that like the rest of the world doesn't take the gaming community seriously. They don't, they don't understand that you can have a beautiful work of art. That is like, uh, like, you know, a book, you can have a beautiful work of art. That is a movie and you can have a beautiful yeah. work of art. That is a video game. 
Like for many, many years, when people ask me what kind of music I like, I would say instrumental music. But what I really meant is in my free yeah. time, I listen to like soundtracks from video games. That's what, yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I listen yeah, to. Yeah. I listen to Chrono Trigger, Divinity Original Sin, usually single player RPGs. You know, like that's mm -hmm. what I listen to. Like sometimes some OC remix from Street Fighter 2 and some old school stuff. Um, when, yeah. when my two year old, like when she was young, I used to sing her the Terran theme from Starcraft 1 to put her to sleep. Oh, man. It's just nuts. But like that's what the, she loves the Terran theme, Starcraft 1. <laughs> And, and like, that's how, like, that's her lullaby. Like, you right. know, cause like, it's, it's like two in the morning. <laughs> she's not falling asleep. I've sung everything that I know how to sing. And I just try to think about, okay, what can I sing for 30 minutes without getting bored of it? <laughs> the Terran Terran theme. Theme. From Starcraft one, <laughs> best baby lullaby ever. Right. Nice. And, Terran's and so a good I, theme. It's a great theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really the only one you can kind of like sing to a kid, you know, like you can't really do that with the Zerg music. No. no. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so I I think it's awesome that like you really are devoted to strategy. I think you know what your purpose is. I think the problem is that you've developed some strategies to help you succeed in your goals, but that those strategies are actually maladapted. They work, but they're not ideal. And the basic okay. gist of it is that like you know whether we talk about asthma or stress or insomnia, or anxiety falling apart, breaking apart, all that stuff is the same. I mean, it's not the same. There's, you know, it's complicated and there are all kinds of stuff going on. But I think basically like your problem is that you're not emptying the trash and it doesn't take okay. a whole lot. So I don't think like you need a spa day once a week. I think you need to, you know, it sounds like you're eating well, you hydrate really well. That's really great. It sounds like you need some kind of emotional support. So I don't know what that looks like. If you have, you know, therapist or something like that, I, I don't know. Um, well, I'm going to have to think about that, but I think on some level, it doesn't even have to be necessarily talking to someone, but like processing your emotions. So now I'd like to teach you a, a meditation technique around that. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll stop after the meditation technique, but a couple of other things. So going forward, I think the big issue here is that somewhere along the way, you aren't, even though you know what you like and you know what it is due to fear of judgment or something like that like there's fear of judgment there's not be being taken seriously for whatever reason you cannot be confident in the person that you are you can't be comfortable in the person that you are even though you know you want to do a lot of stuff and you want to expand your network you're afraid about your future right whereas like when you say things yeah. like this it actually makes me think your future is going to be fine man because a lot of people, like transitioning out of esports into other stuff is something that people are getting better and better at. It's becoming more of an industry. And you're actually thinking about it like, I'm confident that you're going to do well, actually. But for whatever reason, your sense of identity hasn't formed well. So I think that's something overall, like I think we, so I'm happy to do this with you. But um, what what you really need to do is try to figure out, like, when did you go off track? Like, when did you lose confidence in the person that you are? When did you fundamentally, like, when did the default become failure instead of success? Um, Cause I think once I started being more aware of my, my age. Okay. So that is a trash can that needs to be emptied. The last thing that I'll kind of share with you before meditation is that I want you to understand that like when you get tilted or involved with like, like that each individual interaction, and this is for people at home too, like you're not just dealing with that interaction. 
your history and the emotional weight from the past actually like plays into that interaction. So if you feel like uncomfortable about your appearance or you're afraid about dating or something like that, like all of those anxieties from the past and like that, like lack of confidence and like fear that you're going to be rejected or unlovable, like all that crap enters your mind and actually like affects you when you ask someone that you're attracted to out. And so you got to deal with all that crap from the past and then you'll be free from it and your life is going to feel way easier. My goal for you, LS, is to feel like, get that, that elephant man off your chest. Like, that's what we should do. Right? And then if you live life, I think you're going to be, you're going to be good. Okay? Thoughts, questions? Ready for meditation? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So sit up straight. No questions. Uh, I don't know if my chair, hold on. Okay. Like, fully straight? What? Yeah, yeah, totally straight. Back straight. Okay. 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 Let your shoulders relax a little bit. Uh, uh, so spine is different from shoulders. No, I know. Yeah. I, uh, try to bring your elbows. Weird. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, they just don't want to relax. It's, yep. uh, it's really weird. Um, so th- they're just tense. It, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I actually, I, I, I think this is, uh, this is just, um, uh, I don't know how to describe this. Like my my legs are tapping right now. Um, yeah. Like I I think this is just my body is just very tense right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you can't. Yeah. So so what what I want you to try to do is let your arms hang. Let let gravity pull your arms down as as low as they'll go. Uh, I have armrests. Okay. Um. <laughs> so scoot scoot forward. Scoot forward to the uh-huh. edge of your chair. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah okay okay and then now now let your shoulders hang good better so i want you to do this literally that yep and now put your palms in front of you like like let them rest in your lap yeah okay let your shoulders relax good okay trying yeah just let, let, let them fall to the ground right so this is this is tense this is like Straight, and then just let them down. Push them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Now, close your eyes. And now mm-hmm. I'm going to walk you through a particular set. Uh, I'm going to give you some instructions. Oh, God. It's, it's Wh- that, yeah. What? Sorry. What, what is I, that? I don't, I don't like uh, closing my, yeah, sorry. God. You don't like closing your eyes? Yeah. What don't you like about closing your eyes? Um... feel vulnerable i don't know i don't know um you feel unsafe there's something uh not unsafe um there's something unsettling about it not being pure black like i have a you know the things that go over mm-hmm. to sleep yeah i have to mask. use those okay uh yeah i have to use those and whenever i try to de-stress like on my own i have to use that i can't just close my eyes okay but yeah i, okay. I don't know why uh, okay yeah. so try closing your eyes Mm-hmm. okay so so <laughs> i feel like the the, yeah. the technique for you today is actually not a technique it's just relax your shoulders and close your eyes <laughs> that's really where you should start but let's let's try to give something for people at home so this is what i want you to do i'm going to teach you kind of an unwind by the way do you feel good in the morning uh depends what's the first thing i see on my phone 
If okay. I see that there's a new Reddit thread or if I see there's tweets that make me want to jump off my balcony, then, you know, I mean, okay, it, it affects how the morning will go. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like, but in the morning before, how often do you check your, how quickly do you check your phone after you wake up? Instantly. So that needs it's to stop. It's literally under my pillow. That needs to stop, Alice. <laughs> Can, how do mm -hmm. we get that? Okay. So open your eyes for a second. So I know I'm supposed to okay. teach meditation right now and I've got to go in like 15 <laughs> minutes, but this, this, okay. So this needs to stop. Okay. So when it comes to emptying out your trash can, so talking with other people, meditating, you got to put your phone somewhere okay. else and you got to give yourself like, like half an hour or 45 minutes before you check your phone or before you check Reddit. How do we, how do we make that happen? Um, I, I feel like suffocating if I don't know what's going on as soon as I wake up. I always feels like, okay, so there's a lot of people that will message me, like within the scene, whether it be players uh, that'll message me on Discord or they'll DM me or other people. I feel like because I'm operating on different time zones that I need to try to reply as soon as I can. Um, and so, like, I know that if I wake up at 9 a.m. Uh, how, how, often do you, how, do you, how often do you shower? Uh, every 36 hours usually. Okay. So Roughly. when you, well, depending on casts, so, if, so... if I'm casting, I shower every single day because they use hairspray and other stuff and I get tilted, but yeah. Okay. So, so like, I would say like when you wake up, do you shower usually at night or in the morning? Um, depends what I'm doing the next day. Okay. So I, you got to figure something I out to, to avoid, it. avoid your phone yeah. for 30 minutes. Okay when you wake up like i was gonna say an hour but like you gotta like eat or or you know do something like go outside go for a walk like do whatever you want to just no phone for 30 minutes you got to make that really we can't even go out though corona thing oh, okay we're supposed to like avoid public place yeah i don't know okay a okay. lot of places around me are closed it sucks yeah so so practically though i want you to think about it this way ls Mm -hmm. The more time that your mind spends in that space of stress, the more stress you're going to feel. So you need to give your yes. mind, you need to learn how to break away from that space for just a little while. And no wonder you have no idea who you are. Because, like, you're what never alone. What if I alone. watch, like, Netflix? Huh? What if I watch Netflix? Ne Netflix is fine, just not on your phone. Great. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you can watch on your computer, but like no checking, no social media for 30 minutes after you wake up. You can watch Netflix, you can lay in bed, you can meditate, you can, you know, you can do whatever you want to, but just no social media for 30 minutes. Eat something. Okay. Take a dump. To be honest, I think uh, usually things wake me up, like Discord calls or phone call or alarm. Okay, yeah. so fine to alarm, but like mute your Discord when you go to sleep. Okay. Let's just talk about like here I am trying to come up with all these complicated like psychoanalytic formulations for you. And it's just like, yeah, just stay away from your phone for like half an hour. Just see what it does to your mindset. Okay? Okay. Cuz you're starting the day off like what you're doing is you're giving your adrenaline system a big kick as soon as you wake up. Like you don't need coffee. It's like, "Oh shit." Like that's like you wake up, you check your phone, and you're like, "Oh shit." That's not you I drink coffee. Give... That's the first thing I do. Okay, fine. So have coffee and enjoy it and okay. just don't look at your phone. 
there are these things it's kind of weird like before um you know gaming and computers they used to like instead of reddit they would like take like a bunch of reddit pages and they would like put them together on paper and they would like bind them together huh newspaper or what a book no like yeah yeah, it's a book a book you've read So, so, you know, sometimes it's kind of like a, it's like Reddit threads that are all like linked to each other. It's actually really cool. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and it's like, they're all like linked together. So it's kind of like if you were to like read, like, you know, it's kind of like a vlog, like all of them are related, but it's like, it's like one story. So check one of those out, you know, okay. anyway. Um, so enough of me being an ass, seriously, st- spend a half an hour in the morning away from your phone. Okay. So now I'm okay. going to teach you guys the technique. Okay, so close your eyes, and what I want you to do, so you, you're in the hand position? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what I want you to do is, I want you to think about the kind of like the last thing that happened before we started talking, and I want you to think about any emotions that you felt with that event. Okay? And then I okay. want you to go to the thing before, so I'll... I'll so basically what you want to do before you go to bed at night is you can do this technique. And throughout the day, what's what's so funny? <laughs> no, I'm, the dark humor in me. The, the thing I did before this, right, was there was a Fiora and she's a dirty inter. <laughs> she, do you ever get someone that runs it down in your game in Dota? Huh? They just intentionally feed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they make it so you can't play. Yeah. Oh, well. That was the thing before this that actually made me end my stream. And the thing before her was a different dirty enter. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. So so now we're getting somewhere. Okay, good, LS. Okay. So good. So so all right, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so close your eyes. I don't know if I want to go back to those. Uh, no, no, no exactly want to go to those. So what I want you to do is acknowledge <laughs> the emotions that you felt without getting into it. Okay, you can okay. laugh. It's okay. So like, I, yeah, like, yeah, like okay. so you said like I had a, a, a dirty Fiora or whatever and, yeah. and she fed and then like I was super pissed off and tilted and I decided to quit my yes. stream and now go to the game yeah. before. And so what was the yep. situation there? Like acknowledge the situation, feel uh, like, oh, I felt super tilted. Yeah. Right. And then what happened was, before yeah, that? Yeah, that was, that was very tilted. Um, I think we opened in eight minutes or like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? You know? Op- opening is uh, everyone just lets the enemy push. Okay. So <clears throat> I want you yeah. to continue going backwards in time mm-hmm. and try to get like to a pretty small resolution. So I'll give you an example of my routine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like before, you know, like like when I do this meditation before bed, so I usually do it before bed. So like before I got into bed, I changed my clothes. Before I changed mm-hmm. my clothes, I brushed my teeth. Before I brush my teeth, I brush my kids' teeth. Before I brush their teeth, um, my little kid had taken the the cap off of the toothpaste and was eating toothpaste again, and I got pissed off at her because she really needs to stop eating toothpaste. Um, and and then I had to fight with her about, you know, she wanted to open the toothpaste and she wanted to do it herself, and, and I got kind of frustrated mm-hmm. with that. And before that, I changed them into pajamas. And before I changed them into pajamas... Um, we were like doing like a pillow fight dance party kind of thing. And then that was a lot of fun. And then before that I ate dinner at 10 o'clock at night because I didn't get a chance to eat until then. 
and then before that I did this, and then I did this, and this is how I felt then. And with dinner, like I really enjoyed the food because it was healthy, but I really wanted like a slice of pepperoni pizza because that's just like fatty and delicious. And before that, mm -hmm. I did this, and I, I felt like this. So you just kind of track back. So the, the thing, a couple of important things to remember. One is that you don't want to dive into anything. Okay. So I noticed that when you started recalling the game, like you became pretty attached to the game and you dived into those feelings yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. So you want to acknowledge them and then move back, acknowledge, move back, acknowledge, move back and try to go all the way back to when you started your day and how you felt the moment you woke up. I was tilted. First thing in the morning? Yeah. Okay. So, I remember I, I, yeah. So, so try to, try to catch every major event of your day and even small events. So like, generally speaking, this meditation takes about five to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but I, I think you've yeah. got a handle on it and then, okay. and so hopefully what this will do is like empty out your trash a little bit. Okay. Cause you're trying to unwind okay. as you go through the day. You wind up emotions, you have all this stuff that kind of builds up, and the, our goal is to help you, like, kind of unwind and start the day off yeah. peaceful, but apparently you start the day off tilted. Like, you woke up and you were tilted? Yeah. Like, you opened your eyes and, like, you were tilted about what? Um, I ran over to the door to see if Max was awake, and I walked out and I said, so, I think I just said to him, so what the fuck are we going to do? Uh, and I, I, I was tilted about um, an argument that I had yesterday exactly not with him with someone else right so you um, need to process that from the day before using a technique like this so that you don't wake up in the morning tilted you see how like it's all like like <clears throat> it's just a cycle like it's a it's a ball that's rolling downhill it's like a, a little snow it's a snowflake that's becoming a snowball which is becoming an avalanche and so you've got to deal yeah. with your emotions from the day before so that you start the day off like you're already encumbered yeah, I'm, I'm pretty often starting the day off in a, in a, in a, I, I usually wake up tilted. Okay. Yeah. So then you yeah. got to get, so, so process that stuff the day before as best as you can using this technique. Okay. Okay. Thoughts or questions before we wrap up for the day? No. Okay. Strong work, man. All right. A okay. pleasure as right. always. Thanks so much again. Yeah, of yeah. course, man. It was fun. Get some sleep. Okay. Just go to sleep, man. No, I gotta, I gotta watch the new Walking Dead. I only watch it for Jeffrey Dean Morgan, okay? I don't know who that is. What? That? <laughs> uh, I think he's a pretty famous actor. Ah, look, man. He so plays, do, you, do you ever watch The Walking Dead? Yeah, I've seen like the first three seasons, four seasons. Uh, oh, okay. He's Negan, if you know who that... Let me... No. Don't leave me. One second. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. What famous movies is he in? Uh... He's in Supernatural. He's in Grey's Anatomy. He's in P.S. I Love You. Oh, I know this guy. Uh, you know him? He's an act. I mean, not personally. He is just solo carrying the show at this point. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's the only reason I still watch. Okay, cool. Well, you know, he's a villain turned. Well, I don't want to spoil No spoilers. Jesus. Alex, you're killing me, man. Now you're going <laughs> to tilt me. I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll you. Fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. Good luck. All right. All right. Bye. Okay, See bye. You. Thanks so much. Bye. All right, chat.
See now, see now, you, now I've made a big, big mistake. Because now what I've done is tell chat that I don't like spoilers, and now chat knows my my soft, soft underbelly, and they're gonna spoil everything on the universe. So I can't read chat anymore. Okay. So I'm curious, how applicable was what we were talking about? Like, did the, did you guys like, did y'all resonate with anything that we were talking about with LS? <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't sure because he had so many things going on. I wasn't quite sure like who to like. Yeah. And, and yeah, man. Sometimes I try to make things a little bit more applicable, but in LS's case, there's just a lot. Um, yeah, the trash can part. So that's applicable to everyone, right? So I think I think I want you guys to like really think about this for a second. You know, if you have a bad day, if you guys watched Crucif's stream, that's a good example of this, where he's a guy who would like get a job and then after one week he would get frustrated and walk out. The thing about like, the, the, the issue is usually not the terminal cause. So if we think about, like in medicine, if we think about cancer, right? Cancer doesn't start with like when you notice like a lump. Like cancer starts with risk factors. So if you, you know, lung cancer, like if someone has lung cancer, like that starts with, with smoking usually. Um, or if, if someone has colon cancer, that can start with diet or low fiber or things like that. So you guys really have to think about the risk factors that lead up to, you know, how you're managing things before you actually see what the problem is. If you feel horrible every time you wake up, then you should start by doing this technique the night before. 